Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Clint, are we good? Everything is good here? Clint, let's talk, please. We have a national show in a few minutes. We've got to get our head in gear. What are we opening? I know, don't get don't get hostile before a show. You've been withdrawn all morning. You came in late. You, you, I don't know what the issue is. I just need to start with Eddie, my love. That's all I need. It's time for our journey to begin. You walk through our forests. Yet you remain a mystery. What are you? Why do you hide? Studio. What? Uh, is this the style uh, your floors incorporation? Yep. Okay. And you must be the business owner, right? No, actually, I'm robbing this place right now. I've got a gun to the guy's head. And I just thought I'd answer the phone. I thought it was going to be his wife. She's supposed to bring the ransom up here shortly. Oh, oh, what? I'm sorry? I said, I don't own this place. I said, I'm robbing this bitch. And I thought you were the wife that's supposed to bring his ransom up here before I blow his head off. Oh, can I speak to your hostage? He wants to fucking talk to you. Hello? Hello? Yes, are you okay? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. Okay, uh, what's happening there? Why are you calling? Okay, I'm looking for the owner of this business. This is me. It's me. What do you want? Okay. Actually, uh, this is John from uh, Credit Line Financing on uh, Recorded Line. <laughs> and I'm calling to let you know that uh, your business was reported to have an excellent business credit history. <laughs> and that is why your business... Don't is, put uh, the gun in my face. Don't, 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 don't run. Can I speak to your hostage? <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Can I speak to your hostage? <laughs> They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Despite the small size of the city, it is home to some of America's worst hippies, including the jam band fish. And the ice cream company, Ben & Jerry's, which has done more to occlude arteries than any other company in the United States of America, in my opinion. Coming in at number five is Portland, Oregon. And as you can see, we still don't put up with it. But there's this other thing that they call a chupacana, chupacana. It's some kind of flying thing that can fly 60 miles an hour and pick up a cow. We out here like the mother Taliban. We out here like the Taliban. They done gas us. They done gas us and everything. We out here like the Taliban. You already know what's going to do. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
said, uh, I yelled out, Hi, Sasquatch, come on down. Yes, I did. Yes, I did, but she wasn't there. Yes, I did. Here we go. You know, Clint, you're back for the first day, and you're starting a fight with me. I don't appreciate it. You're out all last week. You left us in the lurch. Don't come back and disrupt the show. Okay, don't come back and start a fucking fight. Okay, I quit. Fuck it, you do the show. Call, call him and tell him I'm not working today. You do the goddamn fucking podcast. You think you're going to fuck with me every day? You're wrong. Fuck this shit. I am the dragon's daughter, and I swear to you that you will die screaming. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast, formerly known as OK Talk, now currently referred to as OK Talk. I'm your host, Clinton, and with me, as always, is Matt. Yeah. Fans of the spoken word, welcome. This is a podcast with your host, the orator, the Red Dragon, Clinton. Moment of silence for Matt. And now, live from Dallas, it's okay. Talk so good, it's scary. There was this phenomenon on the radio um, for a while. Okay, talk. It was like having a good conversation with a man from a UFO. Then, boom, it all went away. It just died. But I tell you what, a couple of weeks later, I was driving through the night from San Antonio to Oklahoma. And you can see we still don't put up with it. It's really all about the hang time on that one. What is today? Is today the 10th? Is this like June 6th or 9th? It's the 9th day. This is it Wednesday of the Lord today? Day? It is. Wednesday of the Lord? Well, I know that because I always wear my green shawl on Wednesday. Well, that's how I knew it was Wednesday. Fascinating. Should get more mirrors. Let me tell you what. I like a man who's got to keep his days color coordinated so he knows where he's at. Yeah, it's the only way. I mean, if you're not going to tolerate to have a woman around to help tell you what day it is, then you're going to have to come up with some kind of solution. Well, she put up with Clint showing her the ropes, standing over the sink, rinsing out a glass to pour himself another vodka. Wednesday is green. <laughs> I wear my green shawl on Wednesday. Quick, what day is green? <laughs> Demanding to know. Hand wash only on all of these, which means that's right. You're gonna have to have it done. The washing on Monday. <laughs> let her dry on Tuesday. Because I will be wearing it on Wednesday. You got? Uh, do you understand? I just gave you purpose, right? And now, now you can look at yourself and you can say, hey, I got my whole week planned out, man. It's Wednesday, I know what I need to get done by Wednesday, so Monday is when I need to start. Now, see, you just back that up to the next Wednesday. Now, go ahead. Now, I will be peppering you with pop quizzes, various intervals of the day. And don't worry about it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. But once you do, think of how you're going to thank me. You don't even have to think about anything. <laughs> I mean, you are done. Your worries? Out the window. But if, and if you get tangled up, all you got to think is, what does Clint need? If <laughs> <laughs> you get tangled up. If you get, if at any point during the week, you get hung up, you know, you're sitting here, 
probably doing the wrong day's wash, right? If, if that's what's going on, and you're sitting here and you're like, God, what am I supposed to do tomorrow? You just, Step back. Yeah, just deep breath. What does Clint need? <laughs> what would make Clint happy? They say you're right, you're right back on track. <laughs> She's thinking, he looks so cute on Tinder. And seems so interesting. <laughs> she shows up. You mean I met this girl on Tinder and now I'm telling her your well, entire life day. cycle was this is first date. Oh, first date. Here. Yeah, I'm not I'm not picking you up at the Pizza Hut. You're meeting me over here. Well you gotta show her the wash. <laughs> you gotta show her the stuff and see first what she does with things it. first. This is the floor that needs to be swept. <laughs> See all that shit on the table in there? I don't want it like that. That's not now look, I, like I have various friends and associates. They're going to come in and out of here. They're going to be doing weird stuff. Hell, one of them may grab your ass. I can't say that he won't. But they like to leave their shit everywhere. And they expect me to pick it up. Fuck no, honey. That's what you're here for. I mean, that's why we was a match, right? Domestic goddess. <laughs> All I need is someone to make everything perfect. <laughs> That's a literal Billy Saul quote. Is that really things yeah, perfect it's, for me? It's after my grandmother died, and he was in a he was spiraling oh, shame spiral. He was he was not an easy customer to deal with, and my aunt came over. My aunt Joanne talks like this. Said, "Daddy." What do you need? I, all I need is somebody to make everything perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we'll get you somebody over here, Daddy. Just tell me what you need. He said, I need somebody to make everything perfect for me. <laughs> That's all. Fuck all the rest of y'all. That's all. Shock the rest of it. That's brilliant. You ever met a hooker named Pickle? Yeah. Ah, she's she's a titty dancer. Oh yeah, that's she's what I'm saying. Pretty motherfucker. Too. Well, I bet she was. But Jerry Abbott got her real quick. She's like, "What's wrong with her?" I said, "I don't know, Jerry." But what was the name of their bar? Uh, they had they had titties for weeks. Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. So nothing girls do time of daylight. She sell out a bunch of money. Right. Paul, that girl don't know Pantera. Have you heard the Texas uh, band The Sword? Yeah, they're friends of mine. Dude. I met them up here. Have you heard them, Clint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, great. I told them, you know what? Dimebag had hot sauce on his damn arm. Y'all need to start making y'all's hot sauce. Y'all aren't going to be in the music business too long because nobody, you know? And they might be forever, but they, they made sword hot sauce. The motherfuckers owe me some money. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> not really. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. We should but call them, though, and try to collect. We got to. Couple beers anyway. Yeah. Hey, and I see them with Bear Claw. Bear Claw was bigger than them now or whatever the hell. 12 pack at least. Eagle's Claw. At minimum. Hey, I was here with Brian. You know, Brian broke his hip. I don't know, Brian. He owns his place. Okay. He's on the rec room? Yeah. Okay, so I used to live in that neighborhood. I I, I lived in that neighborhood behind the rec room. You know Angela? (laughs) You know Angela? Young girl. You know Monica? Monica! No, Angela's. You ain't ever met Monica? Flying nun. Hey! Fine! Hey, you know what? You You know what? Hey, the band and the motherfucking Ditos. The Banditos, my family. The Banditos? The Bandito? Yeah. No, I'm honorary. This is Dimebag's ring. Hey, touch. What do you do? Take Take that off this corpse? Touch, touch, dude. No, he's my buddy. Dimebag is my buddy. I believe you. I'm just saying, you got his ring. You got his Diablo ring. In every picture I'm ever in, I got a devil's mask on. Dude. They protect my ass. Do you like goats? Yeah, I know. Hey, you know Kyle Booker? Huh? Kyle Booker? (laughs) He owns the rail. Yeah, but I wouldn't say if I did or didn't. (laughs) You know the savages? Huh? The savages? He does. <laughs> ah! I think different savages because I, I see where y'all come from. No, I work with them. Hey. I work with Michael you Savage. Michael, Michael Savage. Savage, yeah. The radio, radio guy? Dude. You know what, Neil? If you don't like the job, you ought to find another one. I've had enough of you.
know the fellow Cliff well enough to get him on the phone at some point? Is he a cohort of yours? I mean, do you know him well? And you mean Clint? Hold on, Clint. Hold on one minute. Yeah, hi, Gary. This is Michael. Look, I don't want to talk about Neil anymore. If he's unhappy, I think he should move on. And we should hire Clint full-time. Yeah, do you know that guy, Clint? 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 Oh. You don't know him personally. He's not a friend. Okay, where's the ad for this goddamn thing? Podcast ad for today, Genusel. Is that correct? Personal experience? What are they out of their fucking minds? I don't use this shit. I'm a man. I don't, I don't know about no Leanne. Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe Savage used to race race cars. Billy used to build race you know car motors. Uncle, okay. Uncle Baby Dude, Billy? I know, I know. No, Billy Savage. Dude, I know oh. your Uncle Billy. You know, my Becker used uh -huh. to cook speed out there. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe you. You might right. even be related to me. Ah, no, he's come out. I know everybody knows. Uh, he builds race cars. You know who Larry Foyt is? Hmm? Larry Foyt, AJ Foyt's. Grandson, but really is his son. Yeah, He's true. with TCE. Okay. I take you over there to AJ Foyt's. You know, yeah. Do you know any of the sure right. Yeah, I know Johnny Gracie. Yeah. Yeah. Scratch. I, I know fucking Stretch, yeah. You ever met a hooker named Pickle? I love what are you two of you doing? Why is why do I have to say the word Skype fifty times a day? Why do I have to say it though? Clint, is there some reason that you're doing this to me every day? Is this a sadistic little game that you make me talk about this when there's no show production to speak of? All we talk about is that you can't seem to get the Skype running when the show is on. There is no Skype on the screen. There's a mini picture of you is all I see. Do you want to spend the next five minutes talking about it? Jim, do I have to talk with you because Clint is not hearing a word I'm saying? You fucking drive me insane with this every fucking day. Gee, Clint, what, uh, what happened to the calls? He left the studio? How come? Clint, why is Clint gone? Oh, that's a good time. Wow. Good timing. I know you're doing your job, but you can't you can't even record right now. They want me to record something. I said, Bar Clint's left the studio. And who's going to answer the calls? Oh, I'll just sit and wait for him whenever he feels like returning. That's fine. That's a full-scale team in Dallas. Full of enthusiasm. Full of disaster. Callers are after me now. There are no callers. Clint left the studio. He decided to take a unannounced break. I know. Jim's doing two jobs at once. So what I was going to say is... I'm not working under this duress. I want them to throw fucking Clint out on his ass. What, what would I do now? Callers now. Teddy, please stop. Teddy, please stop. Stop it. You're dying death. You have to attack him. You can hardly stand. And what, what, what happens when the calls start coming in? Does Clint understand he's going to get fired if he does this? Does he understand that the management knows about this? And he doesn't care, right? He took a powder just when we needed him. I want to talk about sandwiches. What's your favorite sandwich? Look, I'm not going to do this right now. Come on, you called to make a point. You went through a call screener. You must have something important to say. Well, sandwiches are important in this case. And my favorite sand sandwich is a pizza. They have open-faced sandwiches. That's really gone out of style, but it seems to be coming back. You know, nothing hiding under the surface. Am I imagining this phone call, or is this real? I have no idea. What, can you please help me understand what you're talking about? I'm talking about sandwiches and the way you have open-faced sandwiches where... Um, Clint, please. Uh, we'll, we'll just say forget about it, okay? <laughs> let's let's just see. Let's see what's on michaelsavage.com to get back into the uh, swing of reality here.
because we're going to send Clint after them. The Viking is unleashed. Now, if a German steps on my porch at Chelsea, they will get hit with a chair. <laughs> Bobby was dumbfounded. <laughs> what was this? One evening, everyone was gone, and I just didn't go out. I stayed so nice because I just sat at the desk. You know, practically the entire time I lived by myself because that dude, Nicholas, that lived with me, he was six seven, about a buck ten, wore nothing but leather, and seriously tried to stay in London. You know, would fall asleep on buses, and God knows what he got into. So, like, he was never there, ever. And, like, <laughs> after our initial situation, it was good for me. I'd never been around anybody like that in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played basketball and bit races and all that stuff. Like, I knew them backwards and forwards. I had never been a 6'6 dude, practically wanted to be Marilyn Manson. And, I mean, I'm over there in chinos and a button-down, right? Like, this is, this is pre-LSD. <laughs> Welcome to the world, baby. Yeah, like, I'm playing basketball. I'm watching basketball. Like, I'm beating the girls off of a stick over there, right? I mean, who wouldn't love some of the dragon men? <laughs> Despite the fact that I may have been far more narrow-minded than I am now, I was still a contemplative. I enjoyed the fact that there was hardly any noise. It was nice. I had a candle lit. I had some low, low jazz playing over the radio. And I was just writing in my journal. I want to say that the day before, somebody said that they thought they were missing something out of one of their rooms. I'm sitting there, and I thought... I saw what I thought was movement out of the corner of my eye, and I turned, and, like, I had the lights down. Like, I thought I just had a candle at my desk trying to get real Dickensian in my nature. And, uh... Summoning the ghosts of of literary past. Right. Of course. Of course. I'll buy the biggest turkey, my friend. But, uh, I looked to my left, and what do I see... But a German. Fucking German kids. And the reason that I knew who they were. So we got there at the beginning of May, and on Memorial Day, we were drinking beer and playing Jerry Jeff Walker on my porch. That's what I'm doing. I mean, I took that Jerry Jeff Walker CD specifically so I could play London Homesick Blues. And of the whole damn lot, the only friend I got. Is a smoke and a cheap guitar. And I mean, I was repping it, and they were loving it, dude. Loving it. We were out on the porch, and I. There were a lot of people from Dallas that were in that group. I mean, we went to the University of London, but there were a lot of people doing the abroad. I hanging with this chick from the airplane, basically, like as soon as we got on the plane. Baddie fucking chick named Meredith. The girl who told me that she invented the saying, break the seal. (laughs) You can imagine how that went over with me. That's a hell of a claim to fame. I was like, no, you didn't. (laughs) I mean, it drove me fucking nuts, dude. But I mean, you know, it's the Texas smoke show. And the dragon likes to roll that way. So uh, we're all out on my porch on Memorial Day, an entire swarm of them, as if they were dropped from Nazi airplanes, show up in the building over from us. But that doesn't matter because, like, our, all of our balconies are connected, right? These were not the top of the line SS. They're, well, of course, I am the fucking Ubermensch, you know? Like, I'm 6'5 in front, and so they're going to look tiny to me. But there's, like, 10 of them over there on their thing, and, you know, we're getting by, getting by my stock and trade. I looked at those kids, and I had the closest thing that I could get to an American beer, which was a Carlsberg. <laughs> Close enough. 
in a cooler, that was the first time that I ever heard anybody ask me what when I went to a grocery store and asked for ice. They did not know what the fuck I was talking about. You did the abroad thing. Like, when you're over there and all those little differences is why Tarantino wrote that scene. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there that they got here, but it's just, just there. It's a little different. Example. You know what they put on French fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Yeah. Mayonnaise. <laughs> I've seen them do it, man. They fucking drown them in this shit. And, and it is. And um, But we're on the porch, and two dudes over there that I hung with, and then probably four or five girls standing around listening to me talk. And those fuckers across the porch are out there, and they're playing the sprocket music. Oh, yeah. Now's the time on sprocket for me, die! <laughs> right? It's just that bullshit. not even good enough to be called house music. <laughs> it's like inverted techno. <laughs> Zero bass, all treble, and they're hammered, which is fine. But they come over and say hi, and there's this girl, dude. This brow was long, and she is giving me the googly eyes from the moment she sees me, right? And meanwhile, I've got this crazy one that was from Texas with me. They kind of walk over. We don't invite him to come over on the porch, but he slings his leg over. What the geez Memorial Day? I'm like, then we remember all the men and women who died when we were kicking your ass in World War II, son. I mean, this girl, she was ready to go right then. And of course, that upset breaking the seal. They had a little squabble over me, and then in that squabble, Meredith jumps all over me, and the next thing I know, we're laying on my bed. I mean, the sun ain't down. The windows are open, and I look over her fucking shoulder, and two of them are sitting there looking at me, and one of them has his hand in his pants, and their eyes real big, and I'm like, I throw her off of me, and I'm like, all right, out. So it's like, Four or five days later. I know exactly what these motherfuckers look like. Like, I know who they are. You already have stared at me while Texas woman took aggressive action against German trying to submarine me. So, I'm sitting there, again, fast forward a few days, sitting there at my desk. Nobody's there. And I look over, and sure as shit, it is fucking Dieter climbing over. The fuck? <laughs> and they are doing it's cartoonish the way they're doing it they are literally like crouched down we're going to walk real slow with our hands out in front of us <laughs> almost like Gator dances in that sketch <laughs> that was the time for sprockets when we thought <laughs> and, and they but there's two of them and they are creeping past my window never think to look in mine and I think that was the thing. I think one of those um, windows a couple of flats over didn't lock or something. And that must have been the issue because they knew exactly where they were going. And I stood up, and I'm like, fucker. So I walked towards the window, and I'm looking at them, and I just take one step out, and we had four chairs on our porch because Keith brought his two over. And I took one step picked the chair up by the top of it and it was a solid chair too. These aren't those plastic bullshit outdoor chairs that you get at Lowe's. At some point at night somebody's going to break a leg on them. This thing had fucking metal and wood. That was it. I took it, pulled it up over my right shoulder and threw it as hard as I could at that dude's back. And it hit him and he fell and I never saw him again. The other one panics, tries to go into a window that was locked. And I was like, everybody see you, motherfucker. You know, like I'm yelling at him. And I look downstairs, and there are three of the theater kids coming back from whatever gay thing they were doing that night. And I just look down at them. I'm like, call the police, whatever that means. <laughs> and that kid. 
the panicky one, it was the funniest thing, dude. He wasn't going to come back towards me. He couldn't keep going, and he couldn't get in a window. And he sure shit wasn't going to jump down on the street. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, except that he looked like some sort of a mouse that realized he was about to get stepped on by an elephant. <laughs> and I'm just staring at him with the biggest fucking grin on my face. Look at your sorry ass. Again, his friend never stood up. So, I mean, it was, I, I will give it to the, the Bobby. It was pretty quick. There's a, again, the little differences. Their police siren is way different than ours. Was it, was it Euro siren? Oh, total. Half bus, half compact. <laughs> yes. We went up to that. I mean, straight out of central casting for what you would think a Benny Hill Bobby would look like. Two of them. And as I see them coming out the window, like I walk back in the apartment, walk out into the hallway. Immediately start declaring castle doctrine. <laughs> yeah. Like, where the fuck is my pistol? I'm basically being greeted as a liberator. <laughs> so many, so many, so many memories flooding back to those moments. I had every girl in the theater department at once had I needed to. I mean, you know, I'm not trying, like, I'm not saying this to sound like a badass. Just imagine. You know, just the way it was. Fucking dudes that are in theater. Like, and some of them were my friends. But they're like 5'2", 5'3", 5'4". They're not Clint. You know what I mean? They're not me. And those girls are, you know, they're they're awkward and and they couldn't believe that I had apprehended the fugitives. <laughs> the English teacher comes up and is like, what is going on? I'm like, well... Looks like our neighbors decided they were going to try to get some jewels out of the apartment or whatever. I'm going to put a stop to it. Hey, hey. A couple of hugs were on the prowl. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I sent away the Vincent Golf to the gate. Right back to what I was doing. I sat my ass down and started like, guess what happened? Journal, writing it out. And then um, Sebastian goes, Texas! Because during all the chaos, Sebastian has come out of his domicile. Sebastian, to those of you who don't know, is the Indian man who lives below me, who on the first day there was washing his car with a bottle of water. And I thought it was the funniest thing. And I'm like leaning over the balcony looking at him. He is hamming it up. Very famously said, Clinton, if you do not call me when you come back to London, I'll fucking kill you. He referred to me as Texas mostly, and his way of rousing me was walking outside of his flat and yelling up, Texas! <laughs> and I seriously woke up to that so often. I get a Texas, Texas vocal text message from Sebastian. I walk up to the balcony, and he goes, they need to talk to you, man. <laughs> and I go down there. A straight, legitimate English Bobby, who again, not carrying a pistol, walks up to me and is like, um, yeah, also, what happened? And I was just like, I was just sitting there, and they were walking across the balcony, and those girls had some shit stolen out of their place. I put an end to that one tonight. He said, all right, all right. He said, um, and the one of them said you hit him with a chair. I was like, yeah. He's like, all right. Not much to do there. And then I noticed that there's like a medical vehicle leaving this thing. <laughs> T for Texas, T for Tennessee. T for Texas, T for Tennessee. T for Thelma, the gal that made a wreck out of me. If you don't want me, mama, you sure don't have to stop. If you don't want me, mama, you sure don't have to stop. I can't get more women than a passenger train can haul. I'm gonna buy me a 
crystal Just as long as I'm tall I'm gonna buy me a pistol Just as long as I'm tall I'm gonna shoot old Thelma Just to see her jump and fall Let me ask you a question, though. All right. I hang around with Steven Tyler. No, yeah, this isn't everything. Right, well, you don't have to name drop on this. this I ain't name dropping. This, this is my friends. Steven Tyler, maybe not that great, but <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Uh, he's Harry Sasquatch-looking motherfucker name. Harry and Henderson something like that, right? <laughs> my dad looks just like him. You want to go meet Harry, Harry and Henderson? I do. But no, I mean, he's <laughs> I've been stealing jewelry and stuff. <laughs> Is that how the dime bag ring? Oh, no, that's just Hey, but don't say that out loud. Tell uh, him what you investigate for Creatures strange and unusual, unusual happenings, hauntings. There you go. I need to really come over here. Hey, you know, y'all come out to my house. This is a wreck, but I'll show y'all some ghost shit y'all ain't ever seen. <laughs> You should definitely give it a I think I'll see hey, you on TV. This is great. You know, hold it. This starts to sound like an Orson Welles movie about a mad country, a country that's gone insane. That's why I loved it so much. I got to hand it to Clint Granberry who put it together. Let's have a round of applause for Clint who did this montage. The, the echo and the way you inserted it into the montage, Clint, was, would do justice to an Orson Welles movie about the end of a, uh, the end of a nation, or shall I say the end of a party. This is what you're listening to with the death throes of the Democrat Party. There, I said it the way I wanted to. Like the Advil? Yes. I'm just kidding. I know it's aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get any of that kick down from that, from that company? <laughs> I wish. I know. Like a little kick down would be at least a lot of pills. Yeah. Or one of those devices that they put in women's vagina to I mean, keep I'm, them get pregnant. I'm the guy that's against the, uh, I like Dr. Savage with his, uh, alternative medicine i really wish that he could talk more about it i read i have two of his books i i bought the one with trump's war and then his god fate and reason there's a little article in his book about a friend of his no friend of his that was a cheap steak he, he wouldn't buy him beer and he got him out of cancer with 500 milligrams of vitamin c i just love that article i just wish he would talk more about his experience with uh a lot of different uh, plants and stuff. Yeah, I went over to the children's hospital and I took them a bunch of oranges and they got pissed off at me. Oh, yeah. Am I not? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, speaking of alternative topics, topic for today is what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? On what? What are your thoughts on Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, Sasquatch or whatever. 
don't care for that. <laughs> like you don't care for it as in you wouldn't feed it if it was around your house or? Yeah, I don't, uh, <laughs> I'm not into that. <laughs> well, I mean, do you believe it could be a creature possibly alien related or like maybe just a monkey species? I don't think there's any such thing. What about ghosts? Yeah, I'm not into that either. Anything supernatural? Do you believe in Jesus? Yes, I do very much. Well, that's supernatural. Doesn't matter. Do, do you know that Mormons believe that Bigfoot is Cain from the Bible, is in Cain and Abel? Is this Dr. Savage? I mean, broadcast? Is it his broadcast? What do you mean? The same Mike, Dr. Michael Savage's broadcast? Oh, no, this is the Gay Dan Savage Show. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you want to leave Dan a message? No. You know who Dan Savage is, right? He's a sodomite, you know? Should he get AIDS and die is basically what we're asking. Your teeth are all right, back. all right. So you're one of those sodomists. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a sodomite? Yes, I am. Oh, you're one of the sodomites. You should only get AIDS and die, you pig. How's that? Why don't you see if you can sue me, you pig? You got nothing better than to put me down, you piece of garbage? You got nothing to do today? Go eat a sausage and choke on it. Get trichinosis. Okay, we have another nice caller here who's busy because he didn't have a nice night in the bathhouse. Is angry at me today? Huh? Get me another one. Put another sodomite on. Up Shits Creek, without a paddle, the Savage Nation. I've been hanging out with, uh, what's his name, Metallica, uh, because Pantera turned jam with them before they made it, they were touring. Uh, James Hatfield, he's got a house there, it's his hush-hush house. And In Wichita Falls? Yeah, from Wide Zombie. Rob Zombie? Yeah. And that's a good friend of Don Bag. Don Bag hung around everybody. Yeah, he is. And that's how I met a lot of these people. Yeah. And James uh, Hatfield's in, he well, got a place in Wichita Falls? Two places. Two? I think I'm kidding, I y'all. <coughs> James Hatfield's cool. You know who Cliff is? Cliff Burton. The mm. puss rolled on him. Mm. I believe Don Bag, Daryl follows me around. I go, Don Bag, you here? Doot, doot, on the wall anywhere. Ah! Full of doot, doot, I'm here, Rob. Check that out. Fucking God, they was scary. Yeah. That's crazy. Die back, you hear? Doom, doom. I see the water, water heaters out. You know? Right. <laughs> ah. Nah, I scared a fool, but in that house, Santa Claus, little dude, and he's a vet, and he's narcoleptic like my dad. He'll be talking to you, trying to collect money, and to go to sleep. You know what narcolism is? Mm -hmm. You go to sleep. My mm -hmm. dad does it. Yeah, they call me backdoor Santa. I, like I it, got dude. this dumb bag. You know what? We're health conscious. Save that one. Y'all know who uh, Chad Gray is? Who? The big dog. Hey, I got some. If we go looking for ghosts, I got some shit to really make us look for them. Ah! I get kicked out everywhere I go. We go to the poop deck and I'll show you. As soon as I walk in, you gotta go. <laughs> I said, I'm on best behavior today. <laughs> I found some gold at the lake last night. Aluminum. He's scared of ghosts. Look at it. He's trying to walk away. Okay. Blues here. Yeah. The blues guitar player on that. That was Thunderbird. Oh, I can't think of his name. Mexican Rick. No, he played the fake harmonica. White boy Rick. No, this is a black guy. Oh. Uh. You know nothing about it. Your dad. Never had sex with a chicken. So, so what is the we gonna kill him, Billy story? There's a family out in Callahan County where my grandfather was raised. He was born in Allen Reed, which was up in the Panhandle in the middle of a blizzard in like 1926. Born January 26th, I think, 1926. Or January, January 11th, 1925, 1926. Born under a bridge in Allen Reed. And uh, his father gave the, the doctor two, two prize hound dogs for delivering and coming out in the middle of a blizzard and delivering and and uh under, but it was, under a bridge he was raised in callahan county 
which is outside of Abilene, one county over from Taylor County. And there's another family there called the Wyndhams. And they were the Wyndhams? I don't know. I don't know how far they reach, but I, what I do know is they were land rich. It's Heather's family's closely associated with the Wyndhams. Yeah, the Hatchets and the Wyndhams are intermarried. The Estes and the Hatchets are intermarried once. Um, I dated a Wyndham for a minute, uh, but their land had oil on it, and they had land elsewhere too. They had oil and gas, and these were—you want to talk about some hard country people? These were some hard country people that got money, and they would like slant drill onto each other's property, and they would fight within the family, and they would slant drill onto each other's properties. <laughs> And pull stuff like that. I mean, like, they didn't get, they didn't give a damn. And one night, my grandfather was out driving the back roads because there was literally nothing else to do in in Callahan County. And a couple of the Wyndhams pulled up with a truck bed full of deer, and they were out poaching. And uh, I said, come on, get in, Billy. We're going to go shoot us some more deer. You want some meat for the cooking pot? You know, let's go get us some more deer. And he's like, oh, what are you going to, he asked him, he said, what are you going to do if the game warden catch you? Because game wardens, game wardens have immense power and they, yes, they, they, they run stuff. And uh, one of them just looked at him and smiled dead serious, meant it, and would have done it. He said, my grandfather said, what are you going to do if they catch you? He said, we going to kill him, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> take our deer from us the great podcaster uh, okay so it's based upon a true story it was good this didn't have enough uh, truthfully enough violence in it it didn't have enough real action where Clint could be shown as a, as a bad A you know what I'm saying I like that part of him it was a little schmaltzy the wife dying you know, it was a tearjerker job he put his actual daughter in it. As I said, I love Clint. This guy is an icon. He's he's a part of America. He's like Mount Rushmore. I like him as an action hero, right? Clint, Texas. I talked about hunting deer before. We had Clint on to talk about how to skin a deer. Most people don't know how to do that. No one has to know how to do these things except rural folk. The cracker. Again, I'm a Clint fan, so I say he got busted, actually. A muscular murderer who had got a baby, a drug cartel member with a heart of gold, could still kill people, okay? Like, don't mess with white guy, he'll, he'll kill you, okay? He's, he's just, he's just gonna whack you. You mess with him, he'll pull out his old and kill you. Again, I'm a Clint fan, so I say, you know, go enjoy yourself. Everyone's applauding, I, I think even Jim's applauding right now.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.